sometimes I sleep. Sometimes it's not for days. The people I meet always go their separate ways. Sometimes you tell the day by the bottle that you drink. And times when you're alone, well, all you do is think. I'm a cowboy on a steel horse I ride. I'm wanted, wanted, dead or alive. Wanted, wanted, dead or alive. Add a gorilla. Oh gosh. <laughs> My cheeseburgers, church fans, random thoughts. Two best friends every Monday tune on in cause Jeff and Dave we've just began dishing stories serving laughs don't panic now just relax American cheese is where it's at oh yeah we've got your back American cheese podcast what's up everybody this is Hubba Love coming to you straight from Three Car Garage Studio Three Car Garage <laughs> Studios we got a guest today David we have one of our good friends Casey Wright. Casey, say hi. Hello, everybody. What does the K stand for in KC? It stands for Kevin. No, it doesn't. No, it I doesn't. tell people that. that it actually stands for Carl. Carl with a, with a K. I was named after my dad's best friend. Okay. May What's, he rest in peace. Is he, is he passed? He did pass like a year and a half ago. Was, was, it, was it like of a dog bite? No. Okay. I think he had cancer. Yeah. Oh, oh that's yeah. sad. Oh. It's always funny until someone dies of cancer. <laughs> so you bring up the cancer story. <laughs> but they always called me Casey from the day I was born. So okay. What does C Carl. stand for? Christopher. Okay, that I didn't know. I knew it was Carl. Yeah, Christopher. Okay, so your dad named you after your best, fr- after his best friend. His best friend. And I named my dog after my vet, which is Casey. And which, I'm honored. <laughs> you're honored. So Casey's name's actually on Louis' uh, dog tag on nice. his neck. It's uh, Louis Carl Christopher. I always uh, tease Casey by telling people he loves to be called. He prefers to be called Doctor Carl. Doctor Carl. Casey. I hate it. <laughs> I know it's his least favorite. <laughs> I, know. I hate it. So I don't actually do that because I like Casey. I know. Yeah, we love Casey. So let's talk. We just got back from Lost Canyon. Casey, you had a kid up at Lost Canyon? Yes, I was there through my seed, Noah. Did he love it? He loved it. He had a good time. It's so fun. This is Camden's. This is probably the first time I didn't have Camden there. Mm-hmm. Jeff, yeah. me and you were both there. We recorded a podcast up there. We, we did with Ella and some of her buddies. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to give a couple quick updates. So we had... Because uh, t- up there we were talking about, we were getting ready to do the, the lip sync that we night. We hadn't done right? lip sync oh, yeah. yet or played basketball. Okay. And I don't think we had had... Ping pong? Was ping pong the night before? Yeah. Ping pong was the night before. It was the night before, yeah. Lincoln so anyway, Dominic. Anthem, how many kids did we take up there with Anthem? Uh, 27 total. So we took up 27 kids. This camp had 480 kids. Okay. And out of those 480 kids, our kids managed to win the lip sync. Lip sync, so that's one. one. Lincoln won ping pong. Two. We had a buddy named Josiah win pool. Oh, yeah. Yep. Three. My kids destroyed the basketball tournament. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Period. And, Shocker. And, and some 30-year-old youth worker oh, we'll talk about. That was so funny. Who lost his mind <laughs> and his dignity. And uh, which I, we'll, we'll talk about that a little okay. for sure. Oh, um, we got semifinals dodgeball. Okay. But it was just for fun. And they played with half girls. And yep. we lost to a team of all boys. Yeah. And we didn't play volleyball to be nice, which would have been the easiest victory of the whole oh, weekend. Oh, for sure. So out of the six tournaments, we won four. Wow. Which is pretty awesome. That is pretty great. Pretty fun. And I wasn't no. eligible to win a lip sync, but let's face we it, if five, I was. because we won lip sync. I think that was the first one that we said. Basketball. Four. Mm-hmm. I think it was four. 
So yeah, Dave kicked off. So Casey, you know Dave, but so yeah. Casey's seen some of this because we had a Sweet Sixteen party for Jack. Yes, and, you and Lincoln were on and stage. me and Lincoln did a routine, a boy band routine, mm-hmm. and we did a lot of the same thing. Oh, Ella, just, just remember, we actually won trivia too. Yeah, we won was trivia Bathsheba's too. Bathsheba's Redemption. Five things. Yeah, that, that, was, that, was our, that was our trivia's name. It was called Bathsheba's Can you Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I know, that's awesome. Um, and so I had already done some of the lip sync for you, but yeah. I'd been doing it up there, I think, six years. And every time I'm there, I keep thinking, I should have really like prepared something because I'm pretty good yeah. at lip sync. And I never did. And last year, I did a rap instead. I did jump around, okay. which was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this year, we did a lip sync. We prepared it. What's funny is we practiced it here a couple of times. And I'm older, and I'm not in great shape. So it's challenging. There's, to, there's a shape about you, Dave. So it's challenging to do. You got smooth edges. But when you get up there... <laughs> And the first night we practiced together, I was like, <laughs> You're in the altitude. Man, <laughs> I hard. am so out of breath. <laughs> and so I knew it was going to be challenging. So what's funny is I think we have a video and we'll probably post it on our Instagram. Yeah. Or did I, we already We already, it? We already posted it so last week. So if you notice, there's two different times where I turn around and just kind of walk to the back of the stage mm-hmm. and I'm just breathing. So I'm You're like, like oh, I've got to finish. i got to finish. I'm just taking the deepest breaths yeah. I can. Well, to- I was standing off stage and I dialed 9-1 and I was just waiting. <laughs> ready to I just, go. That second one, I was ready for you. Because Dave. you always go harder too when it's the actual moment. So I was going as hard as I could. Yeah. And it worked out. It looked great. But twice during that video, I walked to the back Dude, and I'm just awesome. like, I don't I know if I'm going to finish. You don't notice until I pointed it out. But now that you know it's there, if you watch it, you'll be like, yeah, Dave's back there. <laughs> and you're with Jack and Lincoln. Jack and Lincoln. Yeah. They, so we did an awesome lip sync. Um Let's talk a little about basketball because it's fun. So we always, so I run the tournaments up there and we always reiterate. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I can, we can also be compassionate with this guy a little because it kind of happened to me a little. So I'll tell you. So we always tell people we're like one leader per team. Ideally, we don't want any leaders on the teams because we want the kids to decide the tournaments. Mm-hmm. But if you're a leader that plays on a team, just know that we want the kids to decide who wins? And you said that no short of 10 times. Because it always happens. <laughs> because There's every always time. someone who wants to win it, um, who can't control themselves. So we're both competitive. We get it. And so Wes Hunter was a perfect example of a guy who was up there. I don't know if he'll hear this or not. He was the guy in the finals against Lincoln. Perfect yeah. example of a guy who's a really good athlete, played college volleyball and basketball, could have really like dominated probably some. Yeah, but, he, but he stepped but back. But he stepped back. Mm-hmm. He let the kids decide. And when he was playing basketball, yeah, he went toe-to-toe with Lincoln for fun, but Lincoln's team was better than the other sure. two guys. So so there's this one guy. I don't know his name, and it doesn't matter. See, my go-to name is Carl, but you've ruined it, Casey. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you can still use so it. So every, every time someone went to shoot, he would just scream as loud as he could in their face. He would like, say, shot! Really I mean, annoying. Just as it loud was, as you can. Oh, and even gorgeous. before he played my kid, because I'm kind of up there just to make sure there's no fights and stuff. Yeah. And there was a guy going for a rebound, and he kind of comes in with his hands on their back while he's in air. And I'm like, hey, dude, keep your hands out of people's back while they're in the midair. You know, that's yeah. how people get hurt. I should have to say this to a kid, not to a youth leader, sure, right? right? And he kind of gives me a hand like, I got it. I'm under control. I'm under control. I'm like, are you? <laughs> but are you? <laughs> so Did then, he seem like a pretty good athlete? No, that was no, the other That's part. the problem, okay. is he's not a basketball player, but it's probably hard for him to be beat by these kids. I right? don't think he could even play chess. <laughs> <laughs> and so the reason I say we can show him some compassion, I remember playing football at Palmcroft. Okay. It wasn't a turkey ball. It was just, I'm in my 20s, so me and my friends all still think we're athletes, and we <laughs> get together with Doug Hoffbauer and his friends, and we're like, let's play football. And he brings Zach, who's mm. 12 at the time, I think. Sure. And... Zach is just killing us, just right? Nobody everybody. can guard him. He's scoring every time. He's locking everybody up. And we're all probably like 25. And we're like, 
this kind of sucks. Like this kid's a junior <laughs> high right. and he's so much better than all of us. <laughs> but I didn't resort to like shoving and yelling as I was just like, this kid's just better. Mm-hmm. And so there's a little history we found out later. So we'll finish the story, then we'll tell the okay. history. So Lincoln's team ends up winning. This is like the semifinals when they play them. And it was a game where Jack and Lincoln and Seth missed a lot of shots, but they still were never really in question that they were going to win. You know, yeah. at one point it was only like four two for a while, and we had a time limit. And so, uh, but then these guys are physical, and sometimes when you're physical and you don't know how to play basketball, you're out of control, and that's when people get hurt. Mm-hmm. And that's what like Jack and Lincoln and Seth were worried about. And so I think there was a play where someone went under Lincoln. Lincoln landed pretty hard on his tailbone. So he's mad about it. Yeah. So we ended up winning, and then Lincoln called him something. We won't repeat. <laughs> something that <laughs> Lincoln. Like, which <laughs> it was a which little is, zesty. it was a little zesty. I don't mind, you know, that he's competitive, but I don't want him to say these things, especially at church camp. Excuse me. So I didn't know that later. So this guy comes up to me. He doesn't know I'm Lincoln's dad, which is a fun part for me. A lot of people don't know who my kids are. And so he's like, I want to know who that guy's youth leader is. I'm like. I'll, I'll talk to him. What's going on? I know his dad real well. Let me go talk to him. <laughs> and he goes, you know, he, he said this and this to me. I'm like, all right, that's, that's not good. Um, but also in my mind, I'm like, you kind of deserved it. Like you were acting a little out of control. And he goes, and I went up to him and I told him to do push-ups because uh, that's what we do at my youth group. And I'm like, okay. But, but, and he's like, and I told him to do push-ups and he wouldn't. And I'm like, well, yeah, that seems weird. If someone told me to do push-ups, I wouldn't do them either. Like, <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> exactly. You? And so uh, I go, I'll talk to him about it. So I did talk to Lincoln about it. I'm like, hey, Lincoln, I get it. Don't say that word. Do a push-up. We'll call it quits. You know, it doesn't mean we go on, we win the tournament. Peace cake. So then later, Lincoln goes, uh, come brings up a video to me from three years ago. And he's like, uh, Dad, this is the guy I beat in seventh grade. I'm like, really? Sure. Let me see it. And so he has this awesome <laughs> video. Uh, so this guy's the leader. And Lincoln's, you know, you remember him in seventh grade. He was yeah. already like 6'1", 6'2", in seventh grade and good at <laughs> basketball. So he's losing to a seventh grader in this basketball tournament. And Lincoln has this video of him running to, he kind of shoves one of Lincoln's friends a little, or he comes over the back, not on purpose, but he's just out of control. Gets the rebound. Then Lincoln sneaks up and takes the ball from him. And then while he tries to go get it back, he falls. So then he just kind of sits there and like shrugs his shoulders. And you can see him just <laughs> exhale like, oh. <laughs> no, and great. so and so this guy's been losing to Lincoln for four years now since that's Lincoln awesome. was in seventh grade. So I think there was some build up there. Um, so all parties won. So we, we got away with a win. Lincoln did his push-ups, and this guy was mad, but he's got to learn to, you know. Did the guy see Lincoln do the push-ups? No. Uh, no. <laughs> I wasn't going to give him the satisfaction of that. No, he was. Yeah, the guy was. He didn't, he didn't deserve that. The guy was a treat, and, and then several people around him told him that. So Yeah, they yeah. were like, hey, dude, just dial down a little. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's okay to, hey, I feel your pain, buddy. Yeah. I lost to a 12-year-old. Uh, football. <laughs> he went on to play Division One football and baseball at yeah. Stanford. So. so I feel better about that. He's a pretty good athlete, <laughs> but let's, he was better than me when he was 13 and yeah. I was 25, technically in my prime. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the first memories we have of each other. So our friend Casey here is a vet, so we're going to get into some of that. A vet too. like a, a veteran of the Army? No, I don't no. think so. Were you in the Army? No. I don't think so. Thanks would, for thinking that, though. I would have known that. I no. mean, you're definitely tough enough. A veterinarian. No, he, he's kind of more like Space Force type why, shape. Yeah. Why vet? Yeah. Why did you become a vet? Well, my dad was a vet, and uh, when I got into high school or end of high school, I didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Okay. Was, I'm a planner, so it was kind of worrisome to me that I didn't have, didn't a, have a plan. plan. Yeah. And then I realized my dad seemed to like what he did. And I did like medicine and science. And I, I mean, I guess I liked animals, but that's not really, I just more wanted a, a secure job. And so I knew I did not want to work on people, mm-hmm. uh, even though I liked 
medicine. So I just went the route of becoming a vet. And how, how long was veterinarian school? So went to four years of undergrad at Grand Canyon and then four years of vet school at Colorado State. So it's eight years before you can take a job to get paid. Correct. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a wow. long time. Yep. Now, but like, is there anything that like transfers over to humans? Like, did your dad ever like stitch you up? Like when you... Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, I well, he stitched I up my true. brothers a few times. Did I, he ever give you an antibiotic? Yes. He could prescribe an antibiotic? <laughs> he would culture our... He would swab <laughs> our throats and take the culture and send it in with all the other dog cultures and to see if we had strep throat. He'd give us antibiotics. I found dog shampoo in his own shower. No so, way, really? Yeah. That's have you, have awesome. you ever prescribed antibiotics for your children? Noah, I haven't. I was always okay. against it. I always felt like I was going to create some sort of super bug of Do they take the resistant. same antibiotics as we yeah, do? Yeah, I mean, they're basically... Essentially the no, same. they are the same. It they're would cure a strep throat for a kid? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's so I'm yeah, totally sending awesome. my kids yeah. to see you now. Yeah. Ella, uh, meet your new doctor. Remember that there's a Seinfeld where... Uh, Kramer doesn't want to go to the doctor, so he goes, and, and then he meets a dog who has a cough, and he's like, "Me and him have the same symptoms. We're gonna to go to the same <laughs> doctor." A, yes. And then Jerry's like, "You gotta see a human doctor," and he's like, "Yeah, right. I'll take a vet every day. And the same day, he's gotta fix a chicken, a goat, a horse." Right. <laughs> so true. It's true. I just watched that episode. Did you? Yeah. Nice. See, that's awesome. Okay, so you're a vet. You're our my personal vet, Jeff's personal vet. Yeah. We love you. Mm-hmm. Your we whole hospital is great. Thank you. So, but also, there's also uh, dark sides of being a vet. And so I wanted to know what's your grossest story. Okay. Grossest actually though happened in vet school. Okay. I was a junior and we had to do rotations and I went from, I had to spend a week at the Boulder County Humane Society. And so you go to these shelters and then you're just like seeing sick animals all day, but they're not really client. They're not owned yet. They're just you know, waiting to get adopted. And this one vet, the very first morning was going to have me watch him do neuters on cats. So he, you know, (laughs) castrate male cats. Mm. And the first one he does is cats under anesthesia. There's one technician right there. He, you know, makes the normal incision, gets the first testicle out, cuts it. And instead of just like putting it on the tray to be disposed of later, he popped it in his mouth and swallowed it. No way. Why? On purpose? Oh yeah, on purpose. And then was it like a rite of passage? I, like my in job, Red John, you got to drink the blood of a deer. I didn't know this. I just met this guy like okay. an hour before, <laughs> and I looked at the technician, and she was like laughing. And then he did it to the second one and swallowed no. it. Also, he didn't really chew it. I mean, it's like the size of like I don't a care. dime. I don't care what less. the size of it is. Size yeah. of a dime. Oh. Yeah, maybe like smaller. in circumference, yeah. but also like it's round, kinda, like yeah, a marble. But I mean, it's it would it's is like it smaller gray than a marble. Raw. Is there a chance that if we googled this guy's name, he was on? Top I don't of know a his building name. With a deer rifle, and he was he doing it to right mess now? with you? Well, so then afterwards, the technician that was laughing was like, he does that with every vet student on their first day here. <laughs> so I don't know how many <laughs> testicles he's eaten, but. A cat testicles. Oh my. It's not worth it. That you were over delivering already. That's I never could have imagined. I Test- couldn't believe it. That's I so just good. Don't, I don't even know like what his end game strategy was. Like the chicks are gonna think this is great. I well, he's just... on podcasts like twenty years later. <laughs> he's on the, does he, it get any better? The American Seas podcast. Yeah, maybe? officially peaked now. So, all right. What's the uh, weirdest thing that's happened to you? That could be it too. Oh that man, could be it. that's pretty gross. There's really yeah. a lot of stories, but. It's not really weird. There's a story, though, of a cool case that was, I don't know, like HIPAA laws with animals, so I'm just going to use the name Carl. Carl. Okay, yeah. I can't use the dog's real name. Sure. Really? Is, okay. is, do they really have HIPAA? I mean, I don't think so. Is it HIPAA? I don't even know what HIPAA means. So. It's, um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like, it's like privacy. It's like medical privacy <laughs> laws, you okay. know? So this, this client that I had seen before with a small Pomeranian, mm-hmm. uh, they call, they're on the, they, say, they tell the receptionist, they're on their way down, their dog's leg got... Uh, 
bitten off by another dog. The whole leg. <laughs> like it's off. Like it's not it's off. It's gone. That's oh. all I know. So oh. it shows up. <laughs> and sure enough, there's this probably six pound Pomeranian and it's got probably a softball sized hole over its shoulder and there's no scapula. There's no leg, just a big hole, like no blood. But the dog is laying there kind of like I thought it was dead. Okay. And um, so it's like ripping a turkey leg off of things. Yeah. Just like grabbing it, it But and then it, we found it was alive and we just started going <laughs> to town. You know, we, we set an IV catheter, started doing supportive care and uh, gave it some fluids. And basically we, it ended up being in surgery for a while, but we got it. It just sewed it back up. But the lady had brought the leg in a Ziploc bag. <gasps> Did you reattach it? Well, no, it's but not she, possible. She, she thought, they thought it was possible. I would she, think it was possible. It, yeah, it's not. I'd at least, want it, the at least not for me. My, I don't have that kind of skill, but it wasn't possible. But I mean, oh. the story was that. So it got sewed up. The dog lived. It's great. It just <laughs> has three legs. Right. But um, it was playing. Uh, its neighbor, they had a chain link fence between an, its neighbor's yard and its yard. And there was a, you know how chain link fences and they get old, they kind of bend up. Bend yeah. up. And yeah. the big dog just grabbed its leg and pulled. And, and literally pulled it, it straight off the whole shoulder blade and everything just <laughs> and and then and then oh. I guess the lady saw it happen through her kitchen window and the dog that pulled the leg off was throwing it in the air playing, playing with it. it so she ran over to the neighbor and said knocked on the door and said your dog is playing with my dog's leg and, <laughs> and they went out and grabbed it and then she brought it back in and why do I envision this? Does, this is Dave's neighbor. I've got, Dave's I've got pictures of it if you want to post it. Dog, you have to blur out the dog's face. Did I the think. dog ever get punished? Like, would you get in trouble? That's not like biting a human. I mean, I guess the lady could, you know, no, I mean, I don't think so. Okay. If she wanted to. Because it seemed harmless. The dog wasn't like me. It more was just like plain. I or, guess. I don't know. That's I mean, strange. it pulled the dog's leg off. That's funny. But that was a pretty cool I'm glad story. glad the dog lived. Wow. The dog lived, yeah. What happens to dogs if they uh, bite people? When they bring them in, so if, I have I have history with this because I, when I used to clean your floors at Apollo yeah. Animal Hospital, you got bit. No, oh. but I was there some Saturday, and Doctor Tobin was like, "We have a dog." So tell us what happens if if you have to put a dog down because he's bitten multiple people. Well, if a dog bites like its owner, usually nothing much happens. It's up to the owner, right? It's up. But if it bites someone that's not in the immediate family, like if a bite report is made because they went to the doctor or something. Mm -hmm. So usually they get contacted by the owners get contacted by, you know, the Mar Maricopa County animal care and control and they need to make sure it's just current on its rabies or whatever. But if you have to, you know, put it, you can't put it down or euthanize it for 10 days after a dog bite because they have to monitor it for rabies. So sometimes they have to be quarantined and you just, it's just there in the in hospital the for 10 days. Cause if it has rabies, it's going to start showing signs within 10 days, which it never does. I've never seen a case of rabies. Meredith had rabies on the office, remember? That's right. That's true. That's right. <laughs> had that shirt made, right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever used, do they have like paddles for animals? Like, do you ever say clear and you have to like charge? There are in? paddles, but that's more for the emergency clinic type situation. Have, never, you ever, have you ever done the paddles? No, oh. never. Oh, that's so, so if you have to CPR. Use, so if you end up euthanizing a whoa, dog. Whoa, 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 CPR? Yeah. Like you actually perform CPR. It's not like a little like pumpy, mouth mouth. pumpy mask thing. Well, they have, we have a mask, but you know, more like chest compression type of thing. Really? Yeah. When was the last time you've done CPR on an animal? Oh, uh, probably a month ago. For real? Yeah. Is it, was it a dog? Yeah, it died. Okay. Oh. I mean, a lot of times if they're, it was already it's very low it percentages in. that they make it if you have to do CPR, unless they're already under anesthesia. Do you refuse to do CPR on cats? No, I don't <laughs> refuse. Okay. But I'll tell you the truth off the air. <laughs> okay. When's the last time you were bit by a dog? In your office? I mean, it's been a while, but my worst bite, though, was a dog that basically pushed me over and was attacking my face. Was that the one that was two years ago? I remember you showed up at the church and you had like... You used your forearm to fight Yeah, that's when I used my forearm to keep him from biting my face. How'd and they I, get him off you? 
Well, luckily the owner was in the room and had a leash attached to him and she screamed bloody murder and pulled him off. So it only happened probably for five or seven seconds. Uh, and everyone rushed in the room because I heard the scream. But he got my arm probably four or five times. How nervous were you? But I was, I mean, I, I literally, I thought I was, I mean, he was in my face like Cujo. You didn't like cut his testicle, take it out and eat it in front of him? No, <laughs> I didn't. Like I did it. go to the doctor on that one though. Uh, I needed some, yeah. some, some patching some up. Yeah. So I was there one Saturday. This is what I was trying to get to. Yeah. And the dog had been put down because he bit someone, I think. Okay. Oh, but, I know what you're getting at. But they had to send the head in to yes. test for rabies, right? The brain. So just the head? Just the head. Well, yeah. We don't have to do that anymore. That's what, Okay. But it used to be that if a dog was put down uh, and the rabies animal control required rabies testing, the only way to test for rabies is post-mortem, like after death on the brain. And they didn't want to, you know, the whole body. So we had to so it was, remove the heads and then they would pick it up. <laughs> it was a big German shepherd. Yeah. And Dr. Tobin was like, I have to take the head off this dog. I'm like, can I stay and watch? That He's was like, the worst. Sure. It was so the I worst. Got, he let me stay around and watch him cut this head off. It was pretty interesting. It's horrible. It's the worst. It does not, does not sound mm. pleasant. No. It wasn't pleasant, but it was fascinating. It is fascinating. And people know I love dogs. So it wasn't like, it's weird. People are always like, why did you want to watch that? I'm like, I don't know. He was already dead. Like, mm -hmm. I wanted to see what it was like. Wow. So you've, um, so my favorite thing to ask you every time I see you is how many dogs did you kill today? I did do two euthanasias today. 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 Oh my gosh. Were they scheduled? Because um, you've killed one of my dogs, but it was scheduled. Yes. Well, I mean, this one, the one of them was going to come in Friday, but it got, it was getting It bad. wasn't going to make it till Friday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they came in and usually they're quasi scheduled. Like they kind of know. That this might be But sometimes it. We, we don't, even if we're booked, we just say for their clients, we say, come on down. We're not going to wait for that. So how long does it take? Well, the actual euthanasia, once you're ready to go, probably takes a minute. Oh, but but it quick. takes, you know, that's five quick. minutes to place an IV catheter and let the owners have as much time as they want. But when you actually get down to when you're when you do it, it's not very long, which is the way you want it. So over how many how many years have you been a vet now, Casey? Twenty. Twenty. How many uh, euthanasias? And I think of youth in Asia every, right, time, every time, time I say it. <laughs> so how many euthanasias do you think you've done over the course of your career? I'm estimating, just because I did the math real quick, about yeah. Four to five thousand. Woof. It's yeah. a lot. No pun intended. And maybe that's a little <laughs> over, but for sure the hospital <laughs> has done more than that. But that because there's you know other doctors there. Oh my word. Yeah. What it's a what lot. is it? What does it mean when uh, you and your colleagues behind the scenes say, "I hope he doesn't have a big bag of dog food at home." Um, <laughs> I love this. Story. <laughs> I mean, well, we say that when we realize a dog or cat is very sick and it's probably not got a lot of time. But the left. owner doesn't really know yet. But the, or well, we would never it. say that to an owner. But right. it's just our way of saying like it's like scrubs. It's not you guys good. have to make jokes behind the scenes yeah. to stay sane. I We're just it. basically saying it's not good. You know, it's not going to last long. <laughs> Speaking of euthanasia, though, um, I I have a friend that knew I was coming on this podcast. And I said, we, what are you guys going to, he said, what are you going to talk about? I said, does this friend happen to live in Singapore by chance? No, not <laughs> Singapore. Ooh, okay. Ireland? Ireland? <laughs> no. Norway? No, no. Thailand? We got Thailand no. now? We got Thailand. Thailand. Nice. I think it was Jackson. I think it was Jackson, but yeah, we're, 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 still, we're still claiming it. Or Canada. We love you, Jackson. Yeah. Did he get his gift card yet? Let's yeah, Ethan so. gave it to him. Okay, good. Sorry, we totally interrupted well, no, you. No, you're good. And <laughs> he asked, what friend. are you going to talk about? And I said, I think we might talk about euthanasia. Um, and he was like, what? You do ministry in Asia with youth? <laughs> like you, and I was like, yeah. no. So sorry, Jacob Van Geisel. <laughs> oh, was that Jacob? Yeah, no Jacob. way. Yeah. Of course Jacob That's would hilarious. say that. He deserves that. He yeah. does deserve it. Tell us about the party bag. What's the party bag? It's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to I know so many things. That's why it's I, the I'm party asking. pack. The party, party pack. pack. Okay, my bad. Um, What's the party pack? 
Oh, man, I don't know if I should say this. You should. Oh, you can. Well, I'll say well, it if you don't want me to. Okay. Don't worry, we'll edit it out. We're really good I've been editing. behind the scenes. It, it's basically, you know, we have the special freezer for where the, the deceased animals go until they're picked up by the cremation service, which is twice a week. Okay. Wow, you're killing a lot of animals. So it's a big... Well, some of them, too, are like people bringing strays that they That's hit. what the party pack is. The party pack <laughs> is for... It's a part of the freezer where the animals go that have no owners. I don't know where that came from. And it and and so we, you know, no one get if a good Samaritan brings a deceased animal in, it goes in there. And then our cremation service is kind enough to, you know, cremate those pets, you know, without charging. You know, we're not going to charge a good Samaritan. Sure. So that bag or that area, I should say, of the of the deceased, you know, it's a deep freeze basically (laughs) that's dedicated for that. Um, we call it the party pack because I, I don't know how it got that oh, name though. It's just a bag of dead it. animals, yeah. basically. Wow. <laughs> so like my one of my early memories of you in high school when I learned that your dad was a vet and I think you like um, would work there in the summer times mm-hmm. intern or whatever. And I remember we were hanging out one night and um, and you were told a story about I, I want to say it was a Great Dane. It got stuck in the bottom of the freezer, and you guys oh, couldn't get it out. And you guys were using like crowbars. Oh, it was dead. And it was frozen dead. to the and bottom. It was like frozen yeah. to the bottom. You're like, it was the worst day ever. It was the worst. We did like defrost it, the freezer, and then tip it on its side because the the cremation service is the one that comes and gets them out. But he, this person, couldn't. It was huge. Maybe was that's like where the party bag came from. That's why he started putting dog. them in bags. So they didn't get stuck to the bottom. You guys, I didn't even remember that story. <laughs> well, yeah. He was trying to block it out. Yeah. Okay, so that brings up the next segment. What are our first memories of each other? So Jeff and Casey have known each other longer than yeah. I've known Jeff and Casey because you guys are in the same grade. Yeah, yeah. Dave's uh, three years younger than us. Yeah, I was a freshman when you guys are seniors. We're actually only days apart. May 5th. Yeah, May, May 25th. So we're go. only 20 days apart. So Jeff, what's your first memory of Casey that you can share on the podcast? Um, yeah, I mean, first memory of Casey is just hanging out with church friends. FFL, um, just yeah, at the youth group pump yeah, prop, right? Yeah, FFL. Um, and then, you know, we probably, probably mostly our junior year, I would say, mm-hmm. probably between our sophomore, junior year, that summer is when we probably started hanging out. We, like me, you, O'Neal, we've talked about O'Neal a lot. Um, you know, Tyler Camp, some of the other guys that right. were all just really good friends. Um, my cousin Brian was around during that time. You hung out with Brian quite He's a bit. very fun. He took me to my first concert. <laughs> what concert <laughs> was that? Live, the band Live. Okay. It was, it was really good. Throwing Copper. Was like- I remember you and Brian hanging out. So some of my first memories of you were... You were the same grade as O'Neal, and mm-hmm. O'Neal's my cousin. So we would sometimes I'd go watch him play basketball, and you'd be on the team. So I knew you, but I didn't really know you. I remember. Do you remember when Independence Day came out? Uh, yes. I think it's like 1995. Remember how cool that movie was? Is the best. When it first came out, it was so good. I think like we had gone to see Independence Day, and then that night we went to see fireworks, and you were there. Was it at Glendale Community College? Yeah. Oh, I was. Yeah. I remember doing yeah. that. And then you guys were all going to your house to play basketball after. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, that'd be so cool. These guys are so cool. But O'Neill didn't want to go because he never wanted to hang out past 8 o'clock at night. Yeah, so true. And so he's like, I don't think we're going to go. And I'm like, really? That'd be really fun. So I didn't get to go. But I really wanted to. Yeah. But I remember helping at Summer Blast. Yep. And you and Courtney helped. And you took me home almost every day. Yep. After Summer Blast. Um, but then, again, we weren't really friends till later in life. Later in life, I mean, I have vague recollections of you being around watching basketball games. Yeah. Um, and I think it was our kids started playing sports together. Yeah. And then we started hanging out, and then we formed the Food Mafia. The Food which Mafia. Which is me, you, and the Burmages. We go to bougie restaurants, and you guys let me order for you. Yeah. And you just eat whatever <laughs> order I... Order for the whole table. It's you great. You eat whatever I bring out, yeah. and it's fun. Yep. Um, but yeah, before then, we weren't really friends, I think, until we were adults. I agree. Yeah. 
Yeah, one of my sad. earliest memories of Casey was, um, and you're going to have to help me with this story, was actually on SMI. So SMI, for those who don't know it, is a missions trip that we do. Our, our kids still do it. It's a uh, summer. It's a student missionary internship. And so uh, back then we would go to Colorado. Yes, Rogan. <clears throat> yeah, Rogan, Colorado. Some of the ruralest parts of that's Colorado. That's where Casa Bonita is? Casa Bonita is actually in Denver, Denver. but that's where... Okay, but that's what you would... One night, right? It was special to go to Casa Bonita. Yeah, we'd go to Casa Bonita's, a Mexican food restaurant with uh, guys in Speedos jumping (laughs) off. High diving. Yeah, I think there was an (laughs) episode of South Park that um, had a Casa Bonita's. It It is actually amazing how high they were diving in the restaurant, into a little pool. And I thought I had a bad memory of that, because you know like when you think of things when you were a kid, they were always grander. Oh, it seems bigger. Yeah, I took students back there in 2007. And I, we went inside. I'm like, yeah, no, this is still, still pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're like, this is pretty hairy. Like, it's it's really narrow. Like, yeah, small. Like, yeah. And then being an in insurance now, I'm like, yeah, they, this shouldn't be a thing. I wonder <laughs> how many accidents they've had. Oh, there's they're dead bodies in the bottom of that. <laughs> they just don't bring them. Pools. They just leave yeah. them on the bottom. There's just no doubt in my mind. They're just mind. in the party pack. <laughs> yeah. But being in Roggin, we were in this old mission, and we were out there doing um, you know vacation Bible schools. And there's something that went down in the shower, and I don't remember if oh. you were the if you were the poopy, okay, or the pooped on. So but it was, had to do with uh, you, and I think it was Todd Fleming. Is that correct? Todd Fleming. All right. Um, and there were a couple other people. Okay, so I was in the I was you in were the right bathroom, there, and there was someone else there. I can't. But I, mention. But I think I went out running and screaming. I don't remember you. Here's what I remember is that I was taking a shower and you had to take showers quickly because not a lot of hot water. Yeah. I remember there being two showers in the guy's bathroom. That's true. Okay. And I remember you go in and out real quick and there was a little area right outside each shower that you would kind of dry off and then someone would go in to yeah. like save the water. And I stepped out of the shower. So I was toweling off and Todd, sorry, <laughs> Todd, I don't know if he's listening. But, oh yeah. No, I hope he is. Uh, he... <laughs> He tried to fart on me. He tried to <laughs> Well, I say tried because he farted on me. And then I looked at, I felt something and I... It got warm really quick. I looked over and we had had like a beef or meat stew for dinner that night. I <laughs> literally thought he was playing a trick on me. And I thought he somehow threw some of that stew like on my hip running down my leg and my butt. What, what, but a, it, what a compliment to the chef that yeah. her stew was mistaken for runny poo. But it, it turns out he sharded all over me. And I remember the three people, you and someone else oh. and me, looking and thinking it was fake. Yeah. And we kind of laughed. And we looked at Todd and he was like white and mortified. And then we looked back at my body and... I don't remember the stew smelling like It was this. running all the way down my leg. And we realized... I just got diarrhea on. <laughs> so I ra- all I did is run back in the shower and I poured like shampoo out of the bottle on it and let the water hit it oh. and just let it run down. And no. word got around fast at camp that <laughs> I got pooped on. Yeah, that's a was great there story. any retribution for Todd? No, he felt super bad. He yeah, was kind of, I mean, he had diarrhea. He was right. sick. And uh, <laughs> apparently, no retribution. <laughs> I did not care. I, we ended up thinking it was funny. You know? Right. It is funny. Yeah. It was great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Speaking of bathrooms, I think mm-hmm. you guys have another bathroom story. This is the one, like, whenever, Two more bathroom whenever, stories. whenever Casey and I, I are everything together, happens in the bathroom on SMI. Well, <laughs> like, all my best stories with Casey all happen in a bathroom, sadly. <laughs> I'll start this one. Okay. Because you have to finish it. But uh, was that the same trip, Jeff? <laughs> I think it was. On the way home. And we stopped <laughs> oh my uh, word. halfway home at a church, right? Yeah, in Albuquerque. To, in Albuquerque to spend the night before we hit the road the next day to get home. And uh, this is the way I remember it. I know it might yeah. be. No, that's that probably uh, true. you said, Casey, come here. You got, I got to show you something in the bathroom. But, <laughs> but right. it wasn't funny. I was like, I, I'm like, okay. 
So I went in there, and even though because you, you were going to be a doctor, yeah, or yeah, my dad no. was a vet, yeah, you you know. same thing. Yeah. it's the yeah. exact same thing. Exactly. You read books. You're yeah. qualified yeah. for this. And but we're at the urinals. Almost, I remember facing the wall, like you know, we were each peeing, but we were next to each other. In yeah. the ur- and you said, Casey, look at this. So I'm like, <laughs> okay. And I peek over at your, we'll just say area, twig and berries. Yeah, there yeah. you go. And nice. one of the berries was the size of like a baseball. Yeah, it and was. it was serious. It wasn't funny. It was like, oh, whoa. And I remember saying something like, Jeff, that's not good. You need to get that checked out um, or something to that effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so you did, and I'll let you take over from there. So, so the way, so I do remember everything as you just said it, and there's a piece that my dad will verify because I kind of halfway forgot it, but my dad thought it was the funniest thing ever. And so my dad was actually there as a youth worker. My parents were youth workers at the time. And so whether it was you or me, somebody told my dad, and somebody was like, hey, what's going on? And whatever. And so you know, I showed him this the situation, we'll just call it. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we definitely need to go get that checked out. <clears throat> and we're getting ready to leave, and we're standing in the lobby of the church. And I don't know if somebody went and got you, or you, we kind of kept it kind of quiet. I mean, I'm yeah. 16, yeah, serious, yeah. 17, whatever. And it's like, it's one thing to go to the ER because you like broken arm. It's another thing to go to the ER because you've got some issues in, right. the, in, yeah. the, in another region. In another region. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so like you, you were I mean, obviously a good friend, and you're just like, I remember you walking up, and my dad tells it this way. He's like, and just Casey, whether anybody knows Casey or not, he's the nicest human you'll ever meet. And the and the joke in our family Truth. is, if Casey and Amber got into an argument, I would ask Amber what she did wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, and so Casey walks up with um, like all this concern, like, hey, you're going to the emergency room or whatever. And you're like, hey, I know this is kind of like a sensitive thing. If If you want me to come with you, I'll go with you to the ER and I'll feel around down there and I'll tell the doctor what I feel and see <laughs> if you want some privacy. <laughs> and oh, and my, my dad tells that story. And I, and I do kind of remember laughing because it hurts so bad yeah. to laugh. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so we went then to the ER. And this is the part of the story that Casey says I need to tell because only a few people Yeah, I don't know this. how the story ends. And so we're there in the ER just like any other thing and filling out the paperwork and writing, you know, what the issues are. And, um, and so sure enough, they take me back and, um, and again, it's middle of the night. It's probably 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. And two people come into the room. There's like a, I don't think, I think it's like a nurse practitioner. And then <laughs> I'm going to call it an intern or a medical student. And it's like a college age girl who's Ooh. decent looking. And I mean, she can't be more than, you know, 20, 21 years old. And here I am at 16 and I'm in a gown that's like reversed. So you can open up from the front and, if you've uh, so you guys obviously have children, so if you're in the room when your wife's giving labor, yes, they put you know your wife in the stirrups and the gurney two, or whatever, yeah, uh, yeah. But the two big headlights on the ceiling, yeah, was real that, bright, yeah. <laughs> so these two big headlights come on the ceiling and they're just right at my groin, mm. and these and like this nurse practitioner and this medical student are like all up in there and my dad is standing there just dying laughing it's humbling like, experience like he thinks sure. it's he thinks it's the most hilarious thing in the world and if you don't think that can get any worse no joke mrs doubtfire walked in the room it was my doc it was the doctor the er doc and it was an English woman who looked like a dude and spoke <laughs> and spoke with this English accent and you know gloves up and gets in there and um, and starts you know getting um elbow deep in and is like you know twisting things around like does this hurt and i'm like yeah that would hurt if i didn't have a problem you know what was wrong i did gymnastics growing up as a as a kid and all the way through my teenage years 
And just through all the tumbling, they it's called torsion. So things just kind twisted. Of, things get twisted oh, up. And so they had cord twisted. Yeah, they so had to untwist it. So they had to untwist it, and then I had just had to take an antibiotic. Yeah, but for, I wonder how long for, it had been twisted because you had been on SMI. Yeah, so I think it probably, I probably d- had done it on SMI because I would always do like some tumbling and whatever, Got like the vacation Bible school. So I was. There'd probably, always be a reason to do a flip if you could yeah, when yeah, you're in high school for, for sure. sure. <laughs> for sure. So yeah, that's my um, that's my story with Casey and uh, on SMI. Dude, back to my camp, California. I forgot this Saturday. So I remember you were on that trip because you were hanging out with Brian a lot, Spangler. And I remember my we were in a tent. We, it was a week long trip, and we were in a tent. And I remember the first night. Like 2 a.m., the sprinklers popped up through the bottom of the tent and just started going off in my <laughs> tent because we, we were freshmen. We didn't know. We had set it up on sprinklers. I love that story. Yeah, that's That great. was my first time ever going to Magic Mountain. Really? Yeah. That was a good trip, too. It was a good trip. We kind of stayed on the beach in tents, I thought, or near we the beach. We stayed like near the beach in tents, yeah. and we did like parasailing, mm-hmm. and it was just all kinds of fun. Or sailing, not parasailing, but actual sailing. I remember we went on sailboats, and I got like so sunburned, and I was so worried it was going to ruin my Magic Mountain experience on Friday, but... It went away. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it went away by then. Um, so here's my fun story about your wife, because your wife loves being the center of attention. Oh, yeah. She loves it. <laughs> All of our wives. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Courtney. And so I, I think I told you and her this story, and you guys didn't remember it. So it's my freshman Sunday, first Sunday in the high school group. Okay. And all the guys. So basically every junior and senior was supposed to team up with a freshman and then introduce them to the group. Okay. And so for some reason, the guys got together and thought it would be hilarious <laughs> if everybody said they were dating Courtney Randall's. <laughs> and so like they would... I actually do remember this. Okay, good. So like they would introduce a freshman and be like, he's Dave, he plays baseball, he goes to Moon Valley, and he's dating Courtney Randall's. I think, o- I think O'Neal set that up. Probably, and that was it like the first joke. Brian. But then every guy that went up after, they ended said every the introduction thing. was like, he's also dating Courtney Randall's. That's great. <laughs> and I'm sure that was because he was probably like dying of shame in the back. Yes. Like, I can't believe you're saying this. I can't remember it either, but that's the perfect... I mean, she'd be perfect to do it too because she would hate that. Yeah. She would hate yeah. it. So we all love Tom Cruise, right? Is that fair to say? Big I, fan of Tom Cruise. I love him. <clears throat> I named uh, my son after two different Tom Cruise movies. What are those names? Uh, Ethan Cole. Nice. So Ethan Hunt and Cole Trickle. That's awesome. For real? For real. That's, I did not know that's that. That's the true story. Lincoln wow. is Lincoln because so named... of Stallone. I did know that. <laughs> because I love Over the Top and just Stallone movies in general. Absolutely. So I had a little uh, trivia prepared. I'm going to ask you guys some questions. Oh, goodness. But first, I'm going to say, for funsies, do you guys know Tom Cruise's first movie? This could be part of our trivia. Mm. Don't say it yet. Let me get a scoreboard going. Tom Cruise's where first like movie, the, where 19, he was like the, he, the star star. Did, his first credited acting role. Oh, that I, I don't. Something know. with the word "kiss" in it. Uh uh-uh, uh almost. No. It's 1981. I don't know. It's a famous uh, song from Happy Gilmore. Famous song from Happy Gilmore. Friends listen to "Blank Blank in the Dark." Oh oh oh. Say it, Ella. Endless love. Endless, Endless love. love. Oh. So I've never seen the movie, but that's his first either. movie. So since then. Yeah, The Outsiders would probably be like the earliest movie I can think of that Which I... Which is definitely on my draft for sure when we get there. Not unless I get there first. I love The Outsiders. So he's been in 44 movies. Okay, okay. so I, I went through the list. I'm wow. not going to share with you every title, but just for funsies, I came up with three cat or four categories. Watchable, which just means it's like worth watching, but you don't have to watch it again. Rewatchable, which means I've probably seen it twice, but it's not like great. Then great, which is movie rules. I could watch it every day. And then bad. Mm. Right, so out of those forty-four movies, there was fourteen watchable, eight rewatchable, seventeen great, mm. and then five bad. Wow! So I was going to ask that: what are good. the five worst ones that he's been in? 
When I think of bad Tom Cruise movies, like I thought War of the Worlds stunk. I, yeah, I was gonna say War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds stinks. It doesn't. Um, it was okay. It's just not that good. You're just too nice, Casey. I thought it was okay. Um, Vanilla Sky. That was horrible. Yeah. That was horrible. So the, there was only five like that where I'm just like, no one should ever see this movie ever. Um, so that's fun. Okay, so here's I have some trivia questions for you guys. Yeah, hit me. What's Tom Cruise's uh, real name? Hmm. Thomas. Thomas what? Cruise. Cruise what? <laughs> this was the hard part. I don't know. Oh, he, he, so his last name? It is name? Thomas Cruise, but he's got a different last name, and then he's number four. Oh, he's the fourth. It's going to be no something way. lame. It, yeah, you'll never get it's it. It's random. It's going to be, um, I don't know. Ma- um, I, I have no idea. Mapather. Napather? Oh. Mapather. Thomas M-A- Cruise, Mapather the fifth. The fifth. the fifth? Fourth. Fourth. I don't know how to read Roman numerals. Oh, gosh. I only know because Rockies were one through five in Roman numerals, <laughs> and obviously number four was the Russian one. <laughs> yeah. Which we, I think I we learned this week that uh, Russia kicked us off of Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why? It's because of the Backstreet Boys. This happened when me and Lincoln posted our lip sync, yeah. too. I got, after when we did the lip sync, yeah. I, got a, I got a message from uh, Instagram saying that... We've removed your audio we've from remo- Russia. From Russia. <laughs> why, does, why does Russia not like... They've had the perfect. They've had the perfect reason. I, would, I, I think would it's Backstreet of, Boys. They have some kind of deal with Backstreet Boys where you need uh, permission to play other people's music. No, but, Dave on his text like to me says that they're yeah, still upset the about Rocky Four. Real reason. <laughs> <laughs> still still in the Cold War. Yeah, they're, they're mad about it. Okay, so nobody has any points yet. Here we go. All right, hit me. Has Tom Cruise ever won an Oscar? No. No. Has any of his movies ever won an Oscar? Yes. Yes. He's never won an Oscar? He's never no. won an Oscar. That's crazy. Was it Jerry Maguire? Um, what <laughs> movie was he in that was nominated for Best Picture? Only one. The Vietnam one. I don't know what. No. Um, I'm going to say A Few Good Men. Incorrect. Maverick was nominated for Best oh, Picture. right. And it should have won. But yeah, it, it should have won. Because the Oscars are stupid. I should have known that. That's you should have. Okay, so what? He's been nominated twice for Best Actor. What are the two movies? Or can you name one? You get a point if you can name one. I'm going to go back to A Few Good Men. Nope. Really? Yeah. I don't. What, what is the one where he's in Vietnam? That's it. Uh, I don't know if I can give you credit if you can't remember the name of the movie. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I can't remember the movie. Born on the Fourth of Born July. Of he July. was nominated, did not win. And Jerry Maguire. Uh, okay. He was nominated, did not win. I was going to say either Jerry Maguire or Rain Man. So, Rain Man. last one, he was also nominated as Best Supporting Actor. Can you name the movie? This is one of the movies I haven't seen. Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I <just laughs> love that movie. Don't watch it. Don't watch it, kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, Don't watch it. You said it's a movie you haven't seen? I haven't seen it. It's a little too serious indie for me, but I'll probably watch it. Like, when I made the list, I included this in the watchable. Like, I would watch it, but I just haven't. I don't know. Magnolia. Oh, yeah, I saw that one on the list. I'm like, what is this? What is this? How old is Tom Cruise? Oh, he's got to be 56. Like, no, he's definitely older. I'm going to say 60. No, because I'm like, yeah, I'm going to say 62. 61. Ah. So close. He'll be 62 this year. Nice, Jeff. All right. What are his 10 highest grossing movies? Okay. Anybody who names one, you get a point. Well, Maverick. Maverick would have to be one. Maverick's number one. Yeah. So who said that first, Jeff? Well, I'll give it to Casey. He said it. He said it first. Casey point. And then it's gonna be like Dead um, Reckoning. The, the the latest M. The latest Dead Mission Reckoning Impossible. is number six. And then Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol is number three. Top Gun. Hang on, hang on. Who said Ghost Protocol, Jeff? Yeah. yeah. 
Top Gun is not on here, mm. but it's because of movie prices, probably. It's yeah. not adjusted for inflation. Correct. So it's going to be the rest of the Mission Impossibles. Take some guesses. Give me some. Uh, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire's not on here. I'm going to say. Two of them are weird. One Last them, Samurai. Yeah, Last Samurai's number for nine. For real? That's a good movie. It is I good, love but Last I wouldn't Samurai. think it would be. Um, a lot of people saw it. Okay. I've never seen this one. It's number 10. And a lot of people said it was bad. Edge of Tomorrow. No. Hmm. That's good. Valkyrie? Mm-hmm. No. Um, we already talked Far about and Away. No, but I love Far and Away. <laughs> number 10 is The Mummy. Anybody ever seen oh, The Mummy? Oh, I heard it was bad, it so I never watched Same, it. Same, but that's number 10 I was gonna for say co- for Really? I was going to say Collateral, maybe. We oh. talked about this one. That we, we didn't like it, but it's number five on the list. Of the most grossed? Yeah. We didn't like it. We didn't like it? It's, it was, so was it Magnolia? No. We both thought it was bad. Vanilla Sky. We'd put it in the bad. War of the Worlds. Oh. oh. Yeah. yeah, I liked it. And then what are the... <laughs> Casey's did you? Did you I, yeah. Casey's yeah. like, I was on the record I, yeah. for liking that. There's four other Mission Impossibles on this list. So Mission Impossible, one. Don't, yeah, one. I'll give you that. But the other ones, you got to have the name. Or actually, this one doesn't have a name either. It was just Mission Impossible. Mission is Impossible it, 3. Is it, is no, it not fa- 3. Is it two. Fallout with 6? Fallout, Fallout is number 2. I'll give you Fallout. And then there's two more. Um, one of them has a name, one just has a number. And we said Ghost Protocol, right? Yeah, we already did Ghost All right, Protocol. So then be like MI3? No, it's not on here. Really? Yeah. Should have been. Oh, um, Rogue Nation, maybe? Rogue Nation is number four. We I mean, only missing one then. Then it's just got to be one or two. We so already two. did one. It's okay, two. so it's two. Okay, it's four or four. I got two more questions for you. Because, like, what, was it one and two are the only ones without names? One, two, and three? One, two, three are the only ones yeah. without names. Two is the only one I think kind of sticks. Yeah. What is, how many times has Tom Cruise been married? Okay. Okay. There's some girl I don't Marla know. Marla Maples, right? Um, Nicole the Kidman. One. Nicole Kidman. Um, the Penelope Cruz. Yeah, Katie Holmes. I'm going to say. Was he married to Penelope Cruz? I'm going to say five. I'll say four. I Googled it and I, they only said three. That's not true. I don't Katie think he was Holmes. ever married to Penelope. Penelope. No, Penelope. Penelope. So I don't think Katie he was married Holmes. to her. Oh, yeah, I guess that's probably Nicole true. Nicole Kidman Holmes, and, then, uh, and that first one. I think, was it Marla Maples? Mimi Rogers. Mimi Rogers. <laughs> oh, Marla Maples was, tr- was, was it Trump's? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Same thing. Um, Disney once made a character after him or like made a character in a movie and they kind of made it after in his image or his characteristics. Really? That's, who's that Disney character? Main star of a movie. Disney movie. Cartoon. Smurfs. It wasn't, That's not Disney. It wasn't, so I'll give you another guess. It wasn't the Aladdin. <laughs> it's the Aladdin. Genie. What? It's Aladdin. It's Aladdin? It's Aladdin. Yeah. For real? It is. They modeled Aladdin after Tom I, Cruise. Well, I was actually thinking it was the, the genie. The monkey? I was, yeah. How long did uh, Tom Cruise hold his breath while filming Rogue Nation? I'm going to say... Six minutes. No. Six minutes? No, that's yeah. not true. Because it's you know impossible. who did it longer? Was the uh, girl from Avatar. Avatar. Kate the, Winslet. Yeah, she did it for Six. like eight minutes. Yeah. You can. I, I didn't know that you either. Train I started googling it after I saw Avatar. You can train your body to hold your breath for that long. I actually guessed. I, I think know. it's all part of Scientology. I think they they've done it to him. So he didn't want to have like a bunch of cuts, and they had to do like multiple scenes. So he just wanted to be able to stay down there for like six minutes, so they could film two, three scenes at a time. Oh my That's word! Awesome. Can you imagine holding your breath for six minutes? I can't no. imagine holding my breath. for One minute, a minute. would be hard. Yeah, a minute. <laughs> um, how tall is Tom Cruise? He is. I'm five, five six. six, and so I'm gonna say he's five seven. Five seven, Jeff, you got it. And he's probably really five five. I'm just saying. <laughs> and that's that's it for my 
trivia. One more fun fact. Anybody here see Interview with the Vampire besides me? I have not. see weird movies? No. So Anne Rice wrote this book called Interview with the Vampire. It was a big deal for vampire people. Familiar with it, yeah. yeah. And when he got cast, she was like, this is a disaster. I don't want Tom Cruise to be the main character in my movie. He's going to be awful. He stinks. And then when they finished the movie, they sent her a copy. And she loved it so much that she took out like a two-page ad and spent seven, I wrote the month dollar amount down, which uh, $7,740 of her own money just to write an apology to Tom Cruise, really? saying how awesome he was as Lestat in Interview with the Vampire. Wow. So I didn't love that movie, but it's a movie. All right, I think we're ready for our draft. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, okay so how the draft list. works is each of us is going to get a pick, and we're going to go in order. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Or do we do snake draft? Should we do snake? Snake. Let's do snake. Let's do snake. Casey, you're our guest. Okay. So you're going to go first. Okay. I'm going to go with Maverick. Whoa, wait a sec. Oh, jeez. We know what your first pick is, but... Um, you're going to go first. Jeff, you can go second. I'll go third. I'll be nice. Really? Yeah. You're going to do that? You're going to, you're just going to leave? Because when I go, I get to go twice. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So Casey goes first. He chooses Maverick. Yes. Is Maverick your favorite Tom Cruise movie ever? By far. Okay. How many times did you see it in the theater? Five. Wow. For real. That's cool. Once I, was with you, I think. No. Once I, was with you, Jeff. Yeah, you went with yes. me. That's really cool. I only saw it twice. I Dave saw it five times. I could have seen it more. Yeah, the first time I saw it yeah. was with Jeff. It was a great yeah. night. Then I took yeah. my sister, who's probably only been to the movies once in 20 years. Did and she then, like it? Oh, she loved it. That's oh. cool. It's just good. It's yeah. a great it so movie. Good. It's amazing. Yeah, Amber got me tickets for my birthday, and we went, what, it was like two or three days before It was like it a little out. bit of a surprise. She invited us. Yeah. And it was just our families. That's great. And I remember thinking, like, making it almost all the way through, and I'm like, I'm not going to cry. And yeah. then he gets to the end, and he's like, thanks for saving my life. And yeah. He's like, That's what my dad would have done. I totally yeah. started crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love how the movie keeps going. There's oh, a, I know. You think it's going to be over, and then and it's, it's a not. great part. At, yeah. It's yeah, just, it's just a great part. It's a great part. All right, Casey's Maverick. Jeff, you're next. Man. Um, shoot. So this is tough. There's strategy. You can either know, pick what, what you saying. think the people I, are going to like, or you can or pick what movies heart. you like the mm-hmm. most. That's the way I. You do know, it. I've got to go. With, I got just got to go with my heart. I'm just gonna go with uh, Top Gun. You I have, have to. to. I have when to. I, when I think of Jeff and Tom Cruise, the first thing I think of is Top Gun. I have to go with Top Gun. And then I know Dave's gonna steal my next one. Well, it's tough, but I'm gonna do this for my son because it's his favorite movie, and it's also a movie I love. A Few Good Men. Oh, dang it! I love A Few Good Men. It's a great movie. And so I many good one-liners. I didn't love it as a kid. And I remember being like 19, and I think Anthony Namo was talking about recently watching A Few Good Men and how awesome it was. And I was like, I should go back and watch it. Because you always hear that you can't handle the truth and this yeah, and that. Yeah. But I don't think I'd ever like watched it and paid attention from start to finish. It's better as an adult, I think, because I understood the yeah, story you understand a little it. more. It's so smart. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So, Dave, you get another one. It's, it's Snake Draft. Oh, I got to go twice. Oh, I shouldn't have told you. All right. That's easy then. Dead Reckoning, yeah. number two for me. Yeah. The most recent. Mission Impossible. So here's what I've decided. We all saw Dead Reckoning in the theater, right? Yeah, for sure. Yes. So good. Doesn't disappoint at all. And the only thing I thought of when I was there in that first scene where he jumps off the cliff and goes into the skydive and it goes quiet, I'm like, I kind of wish I didn't know this was coming. Yeah. And so I've committed for the next one. I'm not going to watch one trailer. Of, I'm, okay. I'm not going to watch one commercial, one trailer. Everything I see when I see Dead Reckoning 2 in the movie theater is going to be brand new. Did but you even see that video on how they made it? I did. I watched it like yeah, three times. Too, I yeah. watched both trailers like nine times. I was okay. so ready. Yeah. But I'm I'm gonna I feel like I'm gonna enjoy but the movie. If you more. would have seen that scene having not seen a trailer, 
would you have thought he actually jumped off himself, or would you have thought that was CG? I would have known that just because it's, it's Tom Cruise. Because you, you would, you would have thought he stuff. actually did that. For sure. I yeah. would have actually thought he somehow, there's no way he would have done that. The even first him. time he like yeah. ran down the building and goes protocol, Yeah. that was when I first started figuring out like he was doing these things on his own. But once I learned he did that, and then when I saw Rogue Nation, he was hanging off the plane, I'm like, this is him. Yeah. He's doing it. Yeah, he's like, totally hanging off the plane. Yeah. So I've got Dead Reckoning and A Few Good Men. Okay, yeah, I'm sticking with my heart because I have to. Oh, which one of the kids likes um, A Few Good Men? Jack. It's okay. his favorite movie. Good. Mm. Good. And then I'm going to have to say Days of Thunder. I love Days of Thunder. It's you know? so good. So. Are they making another one? I heard they were. Really? I didn't know that. I yeah. didn't know that. I heard they're making Top Gun 3. Well, they better. But I didn't know about Days of Thunder. How many, how many times in the last two weeks have you said I'm dropping the hammer? Oh, dude. Every day. Every I say day. it almost every day every in day. the car. <laughs> yeah. I'm dropping the hammer. Did you see that guy? Oh, such a great movie. So many good one-liners there. I love there. Days of Thunder. Do you um, remember Jeff? We, we had, I know you remember it. We had like a week run in college where we rented Days of Thunder from Blockbuster. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> and we watched it every night at my house yeah. and would get a grande meal from Taco Bell, which was like a Mexican pizza, nachos bel grande, then like a mixture of 10 tacos or burritos. And it was me, you, and sometimes we'd bring like Donnie or a different person. Yeah. And it was just me and you and one different person five nights in a row. Days of just, Thunder. We just had to introduce him to it. <laughs> it was so awesome. It was really good. Yeah. I remember um, when Steve Kearns was an intern for me, like after church, before between church and SMI, I would bring him home and Amber would cook us lunch. He was, again, being an intern, and I would make him watch a different like Top Gun or an <laughs> 80s movie. <laughs> That's like, rad. Yeah. And he talked to me the other day. He's like, that was like the best summer of my life. That's so, great. Yeah. That's good. like how I raise my kids. Exactly. All right, Casey, you get two picks. I'm going to go with Last Samurai because I wow. love it. Wow, that's awesome because that's nowhere near my list. And I get another one, right? You yeah, get you two do. picks. Yeah, I'm I don't even cross uh, it off because I need Fallout. Oh, I love Fallout. Yeah. Mm. Fallout is Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Ella, have you seen all the Mission Impossibles? I don't think I've seen the first one. It's like, pretty good. Any of them. I think you just woke up, Ella. Yeah, Ella, hey, Ella. Ella oh, I need you to sorry, watch Mission Impossible. Sorry, I'm doing my Impossible. research paper. <laughs> I need you to watch one, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay? <laughs> if you, you can, can do skip that, two unless you need see, it for context. See, I don't like, like you, action movies. I it's just more like, than that. No, it's, there's, there's love stories yeah. in every single one. I like yeah. rom-coms. That's always, it, it's, there's, there's, there's always romance. There's rom, and there's yeah. always at least one comedy line. Yeah. All right, Jeff, you're up. Okay, um, I'm going to go Rain Man. That's a great pick. Yeah, I'm gonna go Rain Man. Buy my underwear. At yeah, Kmart. always yeah. buy my underwear at Kmart. Yeah, definitely Kmart. Rain, definitely. Rain Man holds up. I'm telling you. I showed it to Katie because she hadn't seen it or didn't remember it. We watched it within the last six months, and the end scene where like he tips his head and they touch foreheads, like Katie totally started crying. Yeah, it's such a good movie. It's so good. So I get two picks. Oh my gosh, you're gonna take mine on this one. I know it. Maybe I don't want this one. I'm trying to be strategic here. All right, I'm going. I do want my heart in here, so I have to take The Outsiders. Dang it. Such a special movie to me and special book. I don't read a lot, but I've read The Outsiders multiple times. So real quick, because it's fun. So my cousin Ted knows I love The Outsiders. And plus, I love Parks and Rec, and Rob Lowe is on that. So Rob Lowe has a book out where he's just kind of telling life stories. And so Ted bought it for me and sent it to me, the audio version, so I've been listening to it. And there's multiple chapters, chapters just on the outsiders. And so one thing I thought was cool because there's greasers versus socias. And so one thing the director did was he gave on purpose all the socias like nice rooms on purpose in these hotels. I heard about that. So they could jerk. feel like rich. Yeah. And he gave the greasers, you know, Rob Lowe and Tom Cruise, like crappy rooms. So they would feel poor 
and, and like, just like picked, hate these and guys. picked on yeah. and he wanted them to like hate each other so it would transfer through to the movie so i thought that was fun trivia. yeah that's so. cool and i hear tom cruise still hates those guys to this day probably and he uh, prays colts on uh, <laughs> prayers on him and his cult so i love the outsiders i'm taking the outsiders and i'm taking i already have a mission impossible so i'm gonna take minority report Ooh. Hmm. didn't see that one coming good yeah. movie that people forget about yeah, yeah, it's true. It is good. Because it's forgetful. <laughs> it's not true. It's good. <laughs> All right. Jeff, I, you're up. I, I'm going to go um, MI4 Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol. That might be until this Mission Impossible that, came out with yeah. the jump. Him yeah. running down the building was my that was favorite, my, that was Mission, my favorite Impossible Mission Impossible scene Impossible. until this jump. Yeah. It's a great movie. That's the first one with Jeremy Renner. Mm-hmm. So fun. Yeah. Casey, you get two. These are your last two picks. Yeah. I'm going to go with. Uh, Hang on here. I'm going to go with Far and Away. <laughs> I Ooh. like it. Far and Away is good. So I, it's actually on my list. It was one, it's one of my... Uh, it's one of my top 15. One of my alternates. It was one and I'm going to go with one that you guys are going to be surprised about. All right. Hit me. Don't think I'm wrong because I know what you're going to think. No, you're definitely wrong. Young you're... Guns. He's not credited though. Are you sure he's not credited? Yeah, because I saw that too. He's not credited? But you could keep it because I love Young Guns. It's, yeah, Young Guns is one oh, of my He gets shot off a roof. But what? He gets shot off a yeah, roof. Yeah, you can't tell it's him. But he's not accredited. Like, he's not, he doesn't okay, get IMDb that, for it. You tell, you, you're doing the rules. Let's I talk. mean, it's going to work against you. So I'll give you a new pick because you're a guest. Why will it work against me? Because none of our fans like Young Guns except me, us three. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Young Guns is so good. Go I love heart, Young Guns. You don't have to convince me. Go with your okay. Heart. I've Can, seen okay. it 15 times. I'm going to go instead with Jerry Maguire. Dang it. I love Jerry Why Maguire. Why did you give him another Sorry. pick, David? Because. Trying Thanks, to be nice. Dave. You're welcome. All right. Well, then I'm just going to have to. It's, it's me, right? This is, is this my fifth or my fourth? I just want to say that when I listened to a podcast about Jerry Maguire, they were loving it. They were just saying the end timing doesn't work out at all based on where he is and where he has to get to to give her this speech. Sure. They're like, there's, there's no, no possible way. way he could have gotten there. Jeff, your last pick. Is this my last one? This is your last pick. Man. There's still a couple good ones left. Yeah, I'm, ju- I'm trying to, de- and I can say it out loud because it's my last one. I'm trying to decide between um, cocktail because it's a classic. Mm. I like cocktail. Um, what are oh. you? What else? The other one? Oh here? no, the other one was Jerry Maguire. You took it. Sorry, you jerk. <laughs> um. Oh, risky business. Ooh. I'm going risky business. You have to. For those kids that don't know, it's got the famous scene where he slides, slides in on his socks and his underwear. underwear. Yeah, we were gonna do this podcast in our underwear, but Elda talked us out of it. Well, we're gonna take a picture of Casey <laughs> and his tidy whities and we're gonna post it on Instagram. <laughs> oh, over. So I have a couple options, but I'm not gonna go Mission Impossible since I already have Dead Reckoning, and I'm gonna go with why we started our podcast with uh, Wanted Dead or Alive. I'm going Rock of Ages. Yeah, there you, you go. Which is considered a flop, but not to me. I love it. I love musicals. I love Rock of Ages. I love all the songs from it. None of us took the first Mission Impossible. Honorable mention. None of us took Mission no. Impossible mm-hmm. 1. None of us took Rogue Nation. Edge of which Tomorrow. Is number five. Nobody took Edge of Tomorrow. Nobody, Did you like Edge of Tomorrow, Dave? Yeah, I think it's a good movie. I liked it. Nobody took Jack Reacher, which I also really like. Two yeah. is kind of lame. Yeah. And then nobody took Color of Money, which is a big cruise movie. Or um, Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> nobody took that either. That's, that would be one of the bad ones. Yeah, that would be <laughs> But I considered the five sure. bad ones that nobody should see. That movie sucks. Okay, so here's the list. A, we're going to put this poll up more than once so people have multiple chances to vote. And then we'll pick a winner. And one of the winners, one of the person who voted for the winner will get a gift card. 
Okay. Right. We still have a Popeyes one, I think. Yeah, we do. It's actually in my toolbox over there. Yeah, we kept it. So <laughs> Popeyes. <laughs> yeah, Popeyes. Casey, your five movies. Maverick, Last Samurai, Fallout, Far and Away, Jerry Maguire. Jeff, your Top Gun, Days of Thunder, Rain Solid. Man, Ghost Protocol, Risky Business. You're losing, Jeff. No, I'm not. Dave yeah. is a few good men, Dead Reckoning, The Outsiders, Minority Report, Rogovich. Pretty much all of Dave's family voted for me last time, except for his immediate family. And so I think they're all been shamed into voting for him, regardless of how bad his choices are. You know, are. they made mistakes. <laughs> Mistakes were made. <laughs> Joey had reasons. <laughs> I don't have any. Oh, Suns. Let's talk about the Suns for a second. Right. Suns Corner, real Suns quick. Corner. It's easy because they haven't played a lot of games. Yeah. You a Suns fan, Casey? I am. I okay. love them. Good. How, how, how much did you enjoy that comeback the other night against well, the Kings? Well, I was watching it and, uh, and went to bed probably with about seven or eight minutes. Or I turned it off with that seven to eight minutes. So with eight minutes and 22 we were, seconds left. I feel like left, we were down by 15 or ish. With eight minutes and 22 yeah. seconds left, I yeah. think is the timestamp, we were down 22. And, 22. We, and we had been playing bad the whole game. No effort. I was like, I, I can't layups. watch anymore. And I get up in the morning and it's this picture of Kevin Durant kind of screaming oh after a dunk. And I look, watched the highlights. I was like, I couldn't believe it. We came back and won. Yeah, we were at the game, and I texted Dave, and I think halfway through the second quarter, and I'm like, Frank, I'm like, Vogel's trash. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hate this guy. Like, I want to punch him in the face. He and does like, have a punchable face. He yeah. does. Like, every timeout, and they're doing horrible, he, like, comes clapping into the timeout. Like, they're, he's so happy. I'm like, you know what? Somebody just smacked this guy. And I was nervous. I'm always on, usually on a delay. Because if my kids have a game or something, I'll watch the game or they practice till nine o'clock at night. I'll wait for them to get home and we'll watch the game. So I go dark. So if you ever text me and you're not responding, it's because the suns are on and my phone's just in my room. I don't want to be spoiled. Yeah. So yeah, Jeff texted. He doesn't like Vogel. And I was like, oh, this doesn't sound good. This well, is not, he, and, I, and I didn't ruin it for him. He's like, no, I haven't watched it yet. I'm like, right, I won't tell yeah, you Yeah, it was only on. possibly halftime. So yeah. I'm like, it's still a chance. But yeah, when I was watching, I just wanted to finish it for torture. I'm like, Vogel's going to get fired. There's no effort. And I don't understand why. Like, why are we getting beat down the court all the time? Right. And yeah. sometimes it's bad luck. Like, I don't even know but the name of that. But it happens too much to be bad luck. Well, I and mean, it's just the pace of the game. Like, the luck part, I mean, is like, I don't even know the name of that left-handed guy who made four threes in the Sabonis. second quarter. No. Oh. It was their guy who came off the bench. Oh, yes. So, like, their team probably shoots, I don't know, 37% from three for the season. But in the first half, they were shooting 55%. 55%. And they yeah. were just hitting everything. Right. And some of that's bad luck. And it is demoralizing to yeah, play Yeah, but they're hard. all wide open. Like, there's a couple that were contested, but they're his, pretty his much His first one open. was wide open. The next three he made were not. Yeah. And that's why me and Jack and Leah were just like, this is stupid. Like, yeah. if they're just going to make half all their threes, no matter if they're guarded or not, you can't beat them. Yeah. Um, and then it started to get Durant went in at the five. He did. They played him at center. It was fantastic. Sabonis couldn't back him down, which is weird, and a knock on him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you could see it because it usually happens to us. You could tell they started getting nervous. The more yeah, and more tentative. they missed and the more yeah. and more we hit shots, the harder it gets for them. And then as soon as we got to single digits, I'm like, we're going to win this game. Yeah, I can tell. Like, we're going to keep hitting shots and they're not going to score unless something stupid happens. Dude, the crowd was so loud. It felt like it was like a playoff game. And I'll sit next to Annie, my nine-year-old. Is that how old she is? Is she eight or nine? <laughs> yeah. She's nine. She's here. And she was screaming so loud. <laughs> like, she was going That's nuts. interesting. Boy, had so a lot fun. of people left. Uh, you know what? Surprisingly not. I mean, there. I, I mean, think people stuck around to boo, which I respect because yeah. I could hear the boos on TV. Yeah, no, it, with like eight, seven minutes left, they were getting booed. I'm like, you deserve this. Yeah, you're not giving max effort, but you're making max money. Mm-hmm. And then it started changing. So that's it. We got a big game tomorrow against Pelicans, who are also ahead of us. So we need to keep chipping away at these teams that are ahead of us because we want to be top six. Yeah. Those are my son's thoughts. And maybe Vogel will get fired between now and tomorrow. He He's not going to get fired, fired as no, long as we keep be. winning. 
But no. if we keep winning, they're, win- they're winning in spite of him. We need Bobo yeah. to come back. Bobo, dude. He's, he's my favorite oh, player I now. I love Bobo. Was he injured? He has right foot oh. soreness, so he missed the last two games. But he has been a good player yeah. off the bench. He at least prevents Giop from playing, which yeah. nobody wants him to play ever. All right, check us out on Instagram. We're going to post the movie draft updates. We want you to vote. Winner's going to get a Popeye's gift card. Are we done? Or Ella's trying to tell us. Ella's trying to tell us something. She's no, like, No, I was, I was just going to say, I sang the national anthem at the game. Oh, that's true. Ella, we said that. I Ella thought you said and, that. I don't know if I did. No, I think I told Casey that before we started. Ella okay. and Ethan actually did sing. I mean, with the whole choir. choir. The whole yeah. choir. Um, Which is very cool. I, that was the good luck charm. That one yeah. Game. And so <laughs> Ethan's favorite part of the game, because a lot of the choir kids aren't um, athletes or no. interested. They're not in locker oh, rooms or wait. used to yeah. guy talk. Yeah. And so they, they were in the tunnel prior to the game starting with the Kings, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And Ethan goes, this is going to be awesome because Ethan knows the Kings like opening chant and there's a lot of Because JaVale McGee used to do it for the Suns. Yeah. So there's, so. A, lot, there's a lot of F-bombs. And Ethan's, Ethan's like, this is about to go down in front of all these like Christian choir kids. He's like, <laughs> I feel like I should tell them to all put earmuffs on and sure enough it was just like you know let's go and all, <laughs> all the was, things i was standing next to this girl and she's like probably the most sheltered christian kid there is out there and just the look of, of like she was offended deeply by hmm. what this guy said there's it was people out there that talk like this <laughs> yeah uh-huh. but it was fun i got to stand really close to Devin booker so were you almost as tall as him obviously <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, these people who listen to the podcast don't know how tall I am, so. You're tall. I could be huge. You sound, you sound really tall. Really? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So when Ella was like probably three or four years old, Ella's always thought that she was really big. And I'll never forget, like, she was, like, walking under the monkey bars at Palmcroft. And keep in mind, they're, like, eight feet tall. And she would, like, duck. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hit my head. You know? Like, in her mind, um, she was huge. That's fantastic. That's Casey, thanks watch. for coming on. Thank you for having We're me, We're going to bring you back. We loved it. Was it was great. It was fantastic. Cheeseburgers, church fans, random thoughts, two best friends. Every Monday, tune on in, cause Jeff and Dave, we've just began. Dishing stories, serving laughs, don't panic, now just relax. American cheese is where it's at. Oh yeah, we've got your back. American Cheese Podcast.